Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Kelly Richardson Lawson. I'm a mother, a wife, and an entrepreneur. I started the Sunrise Project after our beautiful teenage son attempted to take his own life. Truth is, I'm tired. My husband and I felt despair, isolation, and immeasurable pain. I knew in my heart we needed a place for Black parents to share their struggles, find mutual support, and help our beloved children who struggle with mental wellness, addiction, or both. Each weekly podcast features an expert who shares their knowledge and takes questions from parents and children. Take me to the king. I don't have much to the Sunrise Project allows Black families, like ours, to find comfort in knowing that we are not alone. While the purpose of the Sunrise Project is to share, support, and uplift, this conversation is not a substitute for medical advice. Finding the right healthcare professional for your family's specific needs is crucial. If you do not feel seen or heard, you should speak to more than one professional to find the right fit. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Sunrise Project call. So delighted you're all here with us. And as always, I'm happy that we're together to find a moment of solace and peace as we work together to heal ourselves and our families, our children. Um, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. I'm so delighted to have our resident Reiki expert back with us, Tamiko Ruby J. I'm so happy Tamiko is here. She is a fellow Clevelander. She's a dear friend and she has been working um, in this Reiki field for 17 years. She lives now in Chandler, Arizona, and she is here to really help us find balance and peace and abundance and focus on ourselves because we cannot be we cannot make a happy home without being happy with ourselves and finding peace with ourselves and with loving ourselves and finding compassion with ourselves. Um, and so I am so delighted to have Tamiko here with us. Again, she's a Yusu Holy Fire Reiki master teacher and a spiritual mentor. After a 17 year path to become a master teacher, she serves clients from all over the country at her Arizona studio and virtually like this morning she'll be doing with us. So I'm so excited to have you here. And I appreciate you being back with us this morning, Tamiko. I'll turn it over oh, to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. And um, good morning, Sunrise family. And I'm excited to be here to just give you guys some tools um, and some encourage, encouragement. I would invite you to be in the moment right now and celebrate you. Celebrate the fact that you, you made it here. You sitting here right now, wherever you are. and you have taken some time for you. You have shown up for this Sunrise um, Project podcast. And I, co I commend you. I commend you and I celebrate you because that's one of the things that self-love will allow you to do. It will allow you to celebrate the little milestones. Um, so today, what I wanted to also um, touch on is, you know, okay, well, who is this chicken? You know, how'd she get here? And she's a what? And she does what? And what is Reiki? And why am I here? Um, you're here because you're supposed to be here, first of all. 
Um, I'm Tamika Ruby J. Uh, I've been with the Sunrise Project for a while now, and I'm super excited. Have worked with the staff in several ways. But one thing that is super important and what brought me to this project, not just for the parents that and what the parents deal with with their uh, with their children or with their spouses, but more so what the women are dealing with for themselves. How does that show up for you? What does that feel like for you? And when you are the person that gives to everybody, I mean, you're that person that, that's the go-to. And a lot of times, and not to take away from any other race, but for black women, we are that rock. We are there, we're holding it down, sometimes by dental floss, okay? And no one really sees what we're feeling or how we feel or what our emotions are, but we know what we feel. And so one of the things that worked for me was to be able to take that moment and just just, just quiet, just, just get quiet, just get very quiet, quiet and silent. A lot of times when um, I have found when doing my Reiki practice and doing my meditation, a lot of times when people do meditation, that's a word that scares people, but meditation can just be simply being quiet for a moment. It could be humming, it could be walking, it could be any of the above. But what I have found that worked for me um, was to get comfortable with the silence because a lot of times in chaos, it's just moving, it's just going. And if I continue to do this, this whole hour, it would be hard for people to focus. Like, why is she putting her hand past her face? But sometimes noise, um, even audio noise is also a deterrent. So I would invite you, and we're gonna start off in this now, to be able to sit in the quiet, in the peacefulness. And even if it's for a short period of time, as simple as we're gonna start off um, with it being just a few minutes, I am going to talk you through it. But being able to, again, be comfortable in the silence. You know, I have found in my practice, um, when people come into the studio, and if I'm sitting quietly, waiting for them to arrive, and when they walk in and I welcome them, they're like, well, why, why is it so quiet in here? Like it's an uncomfortable feeling for people. So um, I, I find out I started doing it more often just as it's almost like a reminder that we're cool, everything's fine, it's peaceful, especially when chaos is going on all around us. So with that being said, I am going to ask that you are in your comfortable seat or bed or wherever you are, but just be comfortable. Um, and then take just a deep breath. And when you take a deep breath in, you want to allow yourself to really breathe in. I mean, we're talking like, and then exhale. Now I did that a little more visual, but actually when you breathe in, if you hunch your shoulders up, when you breathe in, when you exhale, you want to rotate the shoulders back and then let them relax. And if they don't move because there's tension in the neck, that's cool too. We're just going to keep breathing into it. So just breathing in, taking a breath in. And then exhale slowly. And then breathe in. 
and exhale slowly. At this particular point, it doesn't matter if you are exhaling through the nose or if you are exhaling through the mouth. We're not gonna get that technical at this moment. Just breathing in and breathing out. And just continue breathing in and breathing out. And as you continue to do this slowly, on the count of three and then exhale, you'll find that you wanna close your eyes and that's a good sign that you are gathering yourself and centering. So if you want to close your eyes, you can. Deep breath in. And exhale slowly. And just sit in that space for a moment, allowing yourself to center and just think about your breathing. And if you feel like it's not going any further than your throat, just allow yourself to concentrate on your stomach. So when you take a breath in, you're gonna bring that breath all the way down to the navel. And exhale slowly. Nice job. I wanted to start it with the breathing technique, that simple breathing technique, because that's where it all starts. We have to be able to literally just take the breath. If you think about it, when we were younger, or if you have little people around you, like younger than two, when little kids get upset, one of the things they'll do is sometimes they'll go, <sighs> or the other thing they'll do is they'll hold their breath. Because when they start holding their breath, they're going to get our attention. Okay? And so that's your way. When we have concentrated breathing, it's a natural balancer. One of the first things we do when we come into this, onto the earth is we take the breath. And one of the last things we do when we leave the earth, when we transition out of here, is we take a breath. So if we can start with being comfortable with just breathing, deep breathing, that's the first level of being able to transition the body into a more peaceful state, okay? I wanted to also touch on a little bit. Over the past two years, man, we have been in something that is unprecedented. You know, this pandemic is a real thing. And what I have experienced um, over the past two years personally and working with my clients is that the spectrum of, of where people are mentally, man, it varies and it varies on any given day at any given hour. But what I wanted to touch on is this is definitely a time that has allowed us to, um, whether we wanted to or not, take a real up close and personal look at ourselves. You know, where are we sitting in all of this? If you are sitting in family, and especially the first round um, of 2020, when people were isolated in, in the home with family, that was a lot. And especially if there were um, some difficulties with personalities in the family. And then fast forward to 2021, where now we have a little more freedom as far as being able to come and go in the world, but even trying to figure out how to be in that space. And I don't want to leave, leave out my single ladies or gentlemen 
because that's a different mindset as well. I'm single, probably the most single I've been in my entire 58 years right now. But um, having this practice has allowed me to enjoy this quiet time with what is going on honestly around me. This can almost seem like an Omnimax theater. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever adventured there at, either at Disney or Science Center where you're sitting there watching a movie and then all of a sudden the whole thing just starts going over your head. And you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. And so being in that though, and being able to be literally comfortable in your seat, feeling blessed and grateful that you have this time and that it is you. And in the cases where you might be single, but you still have young ones still in the home, just being able to be still and be quiet and love you. Self-care is simply saying, I love you. It doesn't have to be a whole regiment where you're getting your nails done and you're getting your pedicure and you're getting your, ma and your manicure and you're getting your hair done. And trust me, I believe in all of that. My background is the beauty industry. So I'm not taking away from that. What I want to do is add to that and say that self-care is simply taking a few moments, a few moments for yourself. So just like we did that breathing technique, and if you're that person that every single time you sit in a space, somebody wants something, somebody needs something. Well, what you do is establish when you're in a certain place, nobody is to touch you, talk to you, call you, or anything. If a fire is breaking out, you tell them to get out and let the firemen know you're in there, okay? But let there be a place. So if it's the bathroom, People know, oh, she's in the bathroom, don't, don't bother for five minutes. Find that special place for you where you sit for five minutes. No, we're going to make it three minutes. We're going to make it three minutes. Don't even make it five because five is like a long time sometimes. But we're going to work up to five. We're going to start with three minutes. Then nobody is to ask you for a thing, not one thing, not one thing, not, cannot, nope. That, that just, that sets, that sets the parameters that sets the boundaries. And if it's just you, you have to set the boundary for yourself. So if you say you're gonna be in it for three minutes, you gotta be in it for three minutes. When you're in this space and you are, um, let's say that, that, that you're upset, you know, something, something has you shook. How do you get to that point where you're like, all right, instead of flipping that switch and going off, and giving somebody some really choice words. But how do you get in that space where you do not flip? You don't, you don't turn that flip on. And the easiest way to do it is to first think, this is not mine. This is not mine. Even if it's your child, even if it's your spouse, this is not mine. And in the moment that you have that thought, Literally, if it literally takes you stepping back or just pulling back or turning your head the opposite direction of whatever is coming, what you sometimes we feel what is coming at us. Okay. It's just like pitching a ball being pitched to you. You have a choice whether or not you want to hit that ball back or if it's going to be a foul or we just let it drop. In that moment that you feel, and we feel the trigger first, it's a sting. In that moment is when you want to take the breath. In that moment is when you take the breath and you just take a deep breath in. I know for me, people that know me, they'll giggle 
because um, if a situation arises and when they see me kind of lean back, the eyes start blinking. And then I take a deep breath and I'll look away. That simple gesture lets people know now, like, uh-oh. So, and I don't, I don't challenge someone. I don't say anything. Um, I don't, I don't flip off. But that simple gesture of the leaning back, the taking the deep breath, and the look away. So just try that. Just taking it, think about what might be a bit of a challenge, right? Bit of a challenge. And just think about that for a moment. And now take a deep breath, because when you're breathing into it, right? And when you exhale, you're releasing it. And now you're going to look away. Because that's where it's gone. It's over there somewhere. It's no longer with you. These are simple techniques. Simple techniques. And then there is, whether you look right or left, there's a little energy or a little explanation to whether or not you look right or left. That's going into it deeper. But for right now, it doesn't matter. You just take the deep breath in. Think about what you're releasing and then the look away. That's a real simple technique, okay? And then when you face it again, whatever it is, and it might be you having um, dialogue with someone in front of you, it could be something as simple as a thought comes up or you're trying to work on a situation, um, a phone call, a Zoom, something like that. But something when when something triggers you, that that's what you want to think about. When something triggers you, so before you pull the trigger, try this technique. It is is really really profound. Just how much something this simple can work. Now, what I also wanted to do was, since you're here, and I'm so excited about that, let's use the word intention. Because intentions, usually we can follow through with those. What was your intent? If we can think about intention. And so starting our intention with a design that we are going to love on ourselves or love ourselves. Real simple. And if that just made you go, that's okay. We just got a little work to do. Not a big deal. Got to start somewhere, right? So we're going to set the intention that you are the most important person in the world to you, starting now. And if that doesn't feel comfortable, we don't work on it. But allow yourself to say that to yourself right now. You are the most important person in the world to you. Yep, you, you. You are the most important person in the world to you. And it may sound, if it sounds, what? If it sounds challenging, if it's making you sing like, oh my God, that's so, that's so conceited. No, it's confident. You can't give from an empty cup. And if you know that you are the most important person in the world, wow, 
wow, you God's child. So of course you have this ready for you and able to be there for you. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go into another meditation. And what I'm going to do in this meditation is I'm gonna guide you through and then I'm gonna get quiet. So I'll talk you through and then I'm, you will get quiet. And this will last maybe, I'm not gonna give it a time because sometimes people know time, but I'll be watching the time. And so what I will have you do again is relax. And if you're seated, I'm gonna ask that nothing is crossed. So don't cross your legs, don't cross your hands. Hands can be face up or face down. If you're laying down, same thing, just don't cross arms or legs. You don't wanna block the energy. And as you lay, just closing your eyes and allowing yourself to just be in the moment right now. So taking a deep breath in and allowing yourself this time to exhale through the mouth. And again, taking a deep breath in and exhaling through the mouth. And again, taking a deep breath in and exhaling through the mouth. And you're going to allow yourself, just allow yourself to imagine that you are in one of your favorite places in nature. You're outside, it's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day gentle breeze, the air is clear, and you are walking along, just taking a gentle step, walking along and walking along a path. So if your place is in nature, where you see trees, and you're just allowing yourself to walk along, and then you can look right ahead and there's water there's a beach and with each step that you take you feel the energy coming up from the earth and when you're breathing in just natural breath so with each step that you take right foot you're bringing in the energy left foot you're releasing the energy and you feel that vibration of nature just healing you, just as you walk along, feeling the sensation of nature, feeling the energy and the vibration as it literally moves up through the soles of your feet, moving up through your legs, moving up to the core, the core of your body, then moving through the arms and fingertips, moving up through the throat, allowing you to feel it really moving as it moves toward the head, as the energy moves towards your head, clearing all your thoughts, clearing all your worries, all your concerns, clearing any doubt. And then feel the energy moving up to the top of your head, like at the crown. And allowing yourself 
to be in this moment right now of feeling that energy as it clears, as it moves through and allows you to feel lighter, allows you to feel freedom, allows you to feel safe. And as you feel the energy flowing, flowing up again from the soles of your feet, you allow yourself again to just slowly take a step. And as you move forward, again, you see that there is a, a big body of water and you just simply walk towards it. Walking towards this beautiful, beautiful beach, all for you. And as you walk up, you notice that, wow, there's a log there. It's a perfect place for you to take a seat. It's almost like a bench. And you sit. And you allow yourself to just gently feel, because eyes are closed, you allow yourself to gently feel the vibration of the waves as they gently wash up to the shore and then back into the ocean bed. And then washing up onto the shore again and gently back into the waterbed. And again, washing up onto the shore and back onto the water. This is no ordinary body of water. This is the ocean of holy love. And as you allow yourself to sit at the base of this amazing water, you allow yourself to be guided, just releasing anything that no longer serves and allow yourself to be filled with the highest and most divine good, which is God, whatever you call the divine. But sitting in that space right now, of feeling the peace and the flow. As thoughts come, let them come. And as they go, let them go. So on the inhale, feeling the thought arise. And on the exhale, you're releasing the thought. Amazing things are coming through. You are being blessed for allowing yourself this time to focus on you. You are being blessed for allowing yourself this time to care about you. And as you release, Release, release. Again, releasing anything that no longer serves you, anything. And allowing yourself to be filled with the highest, most divine good. You are amazing.
you are awesome. You are love. Feel the peace. Feel the quiet. Feel the calm. And as those thoughts arrive, just let them go. Love is all there is. Love is who you are. And as we sit right now in your sacred space, releasing any and all things that no longer serve, literally feel the lightness as your body relaxes, releases, and renews. Again, relaxing, releasing, and renewing. In the silence is your healing. In the silence is you. Remember, breathe. Just breathing in and exhaling slow. Again, breathing in and exhaling slow. If the thought arises, that's okay. Let it come and then let it go. Now, in this moment, coming back into the space, just allowing yourself to feel yourself synchronizing with the body again, just kind of wiggling the fingers, wiggling the toes, stretch the neck. And when you're ready, your eyes are more closed, you can open your eyes. Welcome back. That's a simple meditation that's called um, the Ocean of Holy Love Meditation. And what's really cool about that one is it's an energy meditation. It stirs up the energy within ourselves, right? And it allows us to be in a space when we think about the water, our natural instinct is to allow something to wash away. And so that's an exercise that, um, that is really powerful. It's been powerful for me. It's been powerful in my practice. But anytime we can sit in meditation like that and just allowing whatever thoughts to come up, let them come up, but then releasing them. And when we first start with meditation, what will happen is the thoughts will come rampant. Once we slow down, once we get quiet, thoughts will come, the thoughts will come, the thoughts will come. But as you continue to let the thought come, release the thought, let the thought come, release the thought, they will eventually slow down. 
what also happens in this um, form of meditation, people will say, oh, I went to sleep. Well, sometimes it'll feel like sleep, but it's really a meditative state of your body just relaxing, your mind relaxing and calming down. You know, people will say, well, you know, I can't shut off my mind. I don't think most of us can. That would be called a coma. But we can quiet the mind, right? Because part of the, the programming, our brain is designed to always be aware of what is happening around us until we train it to something different. And I'm no expert in meditation, but I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> so setting the intention. So what we set an intention for in that meditation was relaxing, right? Releasing and renewing, okay? The other thing is we set an intention for you and I to know that you're awesome, that you're amazing, and that you're love. And so when you can sit or stand or walk, because you can do walking meditation as well. I love that one, especially outdoors. Oh, so good. But when you can set the intention with those parameters, like, okay, I'm amazing. I am amazing, right? I'm amazing. That's what Tamiko said. But then you'll start believing it, because I believe it. I love introducing people to themselves. It's so awesome. And so that's what we do. And that's what we're going to start with this year, 2022. You're setting the intention to know, because you already are, so that you know that you're awesome, that you know that you're amazing, and that you know that you are love, which is a now. And the beautiful thing about knowing that you're love, right? So if you squeeze an orange, what comes out of that orange? Orange juice, right? But if you squeeze an orange, does apple juice come out? No, not even if it's genetically modified. It still has some orange juice in there. And so if you are love, when you get squirrels, when somebody get on your nerves, what's going to come out? But love. So that's what we want to work on. That's what we want to design ourselves to be in and to be. It is awesome. I want to just comment on that to me. So, so powerful. And I'm so grateful. And I love that ocean of love experience um, that you do. I uh, really appreciate it. As you were sharing, and as I was listening to you just now, I was thinking about how powerful it is to declare for this year and for every day, like who we want to be, who are we as a human, and how do we want to show up? Mm -hmm. And um, and then walk in that space instead of a reactive space. And so when life is giving us triggers or a person you know is triggering us, instead of allowing that to be really, and instead of reacting to the trigger, it's working really uh, diligently to stay present to the vision of what we have for ourselves and who we want to be. And I was jotting down and thinking about this yesterday, you know, I want to be compassionate and loving and powerful and unshakable, particularly when I'm triggered and joyful. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so really staying in that space of being unshakable and powerful and loving and compassionate and to what you just said, like being love, being light, being joy and staying steady there, I think is the work. Um, exactly. That's mm-hmm. simple. That's simple saying that that's what you are and not who you, but what and who you are versus where you're trying to get to. Right. Cause for us, that's just more things on our plate, a list of things that we already have to do. So if we already are that, then we don't have to become that, right? And that simple changing words have power, so they say. Um, so I am amazing. I am awesome. I am love. I mean, not to get too, you know, biblical for a moment, but when asked by Moses, who was God, he said, I am. I'm just saying, just saying, just being spiritual and believing is in there, but something that simple. And I'm going to tell you, you know, personally, that's what worked for me. Going from what I had to do, which is I want or I'm becoming, that is more work. Okay. But that simple switching into I am. And the main one, I am love, a noun not a verb. Mm. Wow. It took a minute. I had to figure out what that meant. So I am, I am. And it might take a minute to, you know, feel comfortable in those words of I am amazing. I am love. I am awesome. I am relaxed. You know, I am reset. It's, it's a game changer because wanting and being two different things, two totally different things. And sometimes we can get stuck in the want. And so if we can allow ourselves to be, it's a lot more comfortable, a lot more comfortable. And it sounds like it might take a lot of work, but it's really our natural state. Our wanting is the unnatural state. That's a whole nother conversation. Absolutely. I'd love to open up the floor to people to comment or share. I know for me, meditating has been tremendously helpful this past year and working with you has been extraordinary. Just taking, even if it's 10 minutes, you know, because most of the days I say, Tamiko, I don't have 30. I only got 10 today. (laughs) 10 minutes are so helpful to get grounded and to be focused on what really matters which is really me. It's like focusing on me first. That has been powerful. So I just want to acknowledge that, taking that moment to calm myself down and calm my mind and then not be so reactive. It really helps. So thank you. You're welcome. And it takes the tools. Um, One of the questions was, how do you set boundaries um, for your self-care? One of the big, the easiest ways to set boundaries is to like I talked about earlier, number one, you have to set the boundary first with yourself. So you're going to say that either every day or every other day at this time, I am going to be in meditation or I am going to be doing my nails or I am going to be sitting and chilling for five minutes. So the boundary has to be clear. And so once you set that boundary for you, then you can convey it to others. 
So at this time, I am not available, okay, from 7.30 to 7.35 or 7.30 to 7.40. I am not available, but I am not available. And then just don't be available for that period of time. And again, if it's one of those things where I start with smaller time slots, because a lot of times, again, until you learn that you are love and that you count first, it, it, you have to get yourself in that mindset of adjusting to the self-care and that time is your fuel. Time is your nourishment. Time is for you. And it starts with you. And just like Kelly, just like you just shared, like sometimes we, we get to do it for an hour, 45 minutes. Sometimes we get 15, but I'm like, I hold you to 15. Like, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this 15. Like, because it's the reset. It's the reset. If you think about it, this just came to mind. Wow. If you think about it, if you get up by an alarm clock, right? I think pretty much, I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb with this, but I'm pretty willing to bet that everybody on this call that has ever woken up by alarm clock at one point in time has pressed snooze, right? At some point in time, because it gives us that extra eight minutes. Now, sometimes that extra eight minutes, it seems like a half an hour, like you can lay back in it, you fall in, you wake up at eight minutes, like, oh, 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 time to get up. Other times that eight minutes seems like 30 seconds. And you press news like 12 more times. Well, I did on occasion. So if we think about how when we allow ourselves to press news just for us to give ourselves that time, it's a game changer. It really is a game changer. I feel like it's so helpful. And I had to change my paradigm because I didn't believe in all of this, you know, meditation and slowing down. I think I was addicted to being busy. You know, and there's such a thing as being addicted to being busy and I'm learning to slow down and just be still. Such a powerful space. And just want to say again, thank you. I think there's also something I'm learning through all of these sessions and quiet time and all of the experts like yourself, Tomiko, just the power of choosing a self-empowering response in whatever situation we're dealing with. And because that's the hard part. It's like, how do we stay in this space when that trigger happens, that child says something that's so unacceptable or so ungrateful or whatever it may be, how do we stay in this self-empowering space of mm-hmm. love? Which well, that's, is, that's the work. Yeah, that's the work. But if you, again, if you are love, they won't trigger you in the same way because you'll see they're hurt you know what i'm saying when kids pop off like that especially when they're under the influence that's just yeah. it they, they yeah. ain't in the right mind and they scared and then that you know the, whether they get the liquid courage or the smoke courage or wherever that courage comes from right yeah and we old school you know we like you my, i'm your I, 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 know, I know you didn't but see if you if right. you are in a loving space you could look at them and just be like wow you know what? Okay. Right. I mean, it, it really, you really do see it from a different, it doesn't feel like an attack on your love. It doesn't feel like an attack on your parenting. It doesn't feel like an attack on you. 
Absolutely. So good. Yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you. I wanted to thank everybody for their comments. I want to thank everybody more so for showing up. I am so proud of you. I am so proud of each and every one of you because that's everything. That's everything. Showing up for you is where it starts. Super fantastic. So thank you again for being here this morning, Tamiko. Thank you, everybody on the call. Thanks for being here. I'm going to turn it over to Kelly Chapman, as always, to close us out with a beautiful prayer. Lord, we thank you for another day. We realize that tomorrow is not promised to anyone, yet through your grace and mercy, we rise again. We praise your name because they ask, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For this, we give you praise, Lord. We thank you for Tamika Ruby J, who accepted her assignment and called to ministry. Your word says, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. We also thank you for her heart of service as she humbly offered a monthly meditation to the Sunrise community so that we could make space for self-care. We ask that you continue to bless her, prosper her, and keep her in good health, even as her soul prospers. Today, we come together to celebrate ourselves. We celebrate the fact that we loved ourselves enough to wake up and make a commitment to continuous healing of our minds and our bodies. We celebrate that we didn't give up in 2021. We didn't allow the struggles and the challenges of the day to cause us to hit the snooze button with our self-care. We elected to stay consistent in the midst of chaos. And today we choose to sit in the quiet and peacefulness and comfort of silence. The peace of sitting with each other in your presence, Lord. We thank you for every trial, challenge and experience that you allowed in 2021. We thank you because in the end, you have given us a choice, a choice to be broken or built to last, a choice to be better or bitter. You have given us a choice to be run down or resilient. We Amen. say all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank Amen, you. Kelly. Thank you for that. As always, wonderful. And uh, really appreciate you being here. And we will be back next week. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Tamiko. Thank you, guys. Uh, for all thank that you, you did today. I'm Kelly Richardson Lawson, and you've been listening to the Sunrise Project podcast. You can follow Sunrise wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't yet, open your podcast app and follow this show. Join us next week for another gathering of support. Thank you for listening. If you or someone you know is struggling with mental wellness challenges, contact your doctor, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or both. You can reach NAMI's helpline at 800-950-6264, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, or email at info at nami.org. Volunteers are working to answer questions, offer support, and provide practical next steps.